Everybody's ready. After much commiserating, delegating, we're ready to go. So, you, Buford, you were asking a few weeks ago about what was happening with the uh, Russian assets. Yeah. We have today for you a very thorough, comprehensive, and coherent explanation of what's been happening with those Russian assets and what the, will be happening with them. All right. I look forward to the explanation. Oh, it's beautiful. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kleptocracy. And klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. This legislative package strengthens our law enforcement capabilities. Uh, reverso, we're gonna we're gonna run that again. That's just it's too it's too rich. We're gonna seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah, <laughs> kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. This legislative package strengthens our law enforcement. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so is it? it's clear now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to steal their assets and give them to Hunter. <laughs> what is the likelihood that any of those assets are going to directly benefit any of the people that are supporting this endeavor in Congress? That's probably not going to happen, right? No. Would you? I mean, wow. what's the likelihood? That's a pretty low likelihood, right? It's a very, it's not going to happen. Right. They're just going to end up, Hunter Biden's going to end up with a brand spanking new yacht. That's how that's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, I've smoked crack on everything else. It's time to smoke crack on a yacht. Something I keep meaning to ask you, like, and you need to roll in a little bit more, is Hunter Biden's my dick jokes. Because not, and look, I'm not, we're not being crass. That's what he did in interaction because he is a lawyer. He passed the bar. Yes. He, Dude, we, we heard his aunt talk about it last week. He, and Joe Biden says he's one of the smartest guys, or the smartest guy that he knows. I mean, dude, there ain't nothing wrong with making jokes. Um, set cocaine, oh, look like my dick. <laughs> Boom, Hunter Biden, roasted. Because yeah, but, he's, he's such a bottom feeder, and he's so basic. Like, <laughs> dude, he would get along great with, like, some eighth graders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, until he tried to move them up from the weed to crack and meth. Yeah. And they would probably like it. Their parents wouldn't. Oh yeah, he'd be the cool guy. And then, and then when he Kids started, never seen meth. And then when he started letting his dad sniff them, then it would be really bad. And then maybe they could make the uh, blonde hair on his leg come up and let the cockroach just sit in his lap. Oh goodness, you're not familiar. Oh yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a good thing Russia has all these sanctions against them. Yeah, they have heavy sanctions against them. Yeah, and they're going broke, right? Yeah, so I have this article that I was reading today from uh, the Market Insider. It says, Russia has earned $66 billion from their fossil fuel imports uh, in the last two months. So that's since the invasion of Ukraine. How much? 66? And they have all those sanctions? That's not even double what we're about to send to Ukraine. $66 billion. That's barely double what yeah. we're going to send to Ukraine. That is double, actually. 33 They're making so yeah. much money that they're talking about cutting off oil to Poland. Yeah. They yeah. did. They did. Yeah. They, did. they did. Yeah. And Belarus. Mm-hmm. They said this compares with imports <laughs> worth roughly $147 billion for the whole year of 2021. So that puts it in perspective. 
Well, dude, that they can't. The sanctions don't work. They can't no. be winning at any level because the TikTok people said that they weren't. Remember the one guy that was yeah. real stern and monotone, kind of like Reverso, that yeah. said, Russia cannot win, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. So, yeah. if in 2021, <laughs> they did about $12 billion a month. And so, since the war in Ukraine has started, they've done $16 billion per month. So, they've increased since the war started. Man. So, that's why they're at war. And that's why it's never going to end. Yeah, that's why they cut off Poland and Belarus. Yeah. They, they can't find anywhere to put all this cash. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> we that's, can't count this stuff fast enough. So, they need more territory. And, and how, how much was it last year? Last year, they averaged $12.5 billion per month. According to this, they did 147 for the whole year of 2021. So right now, they've done 33 billion for the last two months. Goodness gracious! Which is 16 and a half billion per month. That's almost enough to buy Twitter. So that is actually a 30 percent increase. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. You know the thing that... Uh, so if they keep this up for another couple of months, then they can buy Facebook, too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. <clears throat> no, because now you're supporting... You're a Putin operative now. Yeah. And the misinformation. Yeah, so anyways, now that we've uh, bestowed that massive amount of knowledge on everybody... It's all we, about the numbers. Follow yes. the money. Yeah, well, obviously everybody knows what happened with Elon Musk and Twitter. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. So, Twitter is bad all of a sudden. It's no good. It's a dangerous place that's festering with white supremacy. I also read that working out at home is like a huge thing amongst white supremacists now. If you work out at home, bang, you're a white supremacist. Seriously. I think it was Judge Jimmy Lee Hill that said that, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Maybe not. Maybe it was in the Atlantic. Maybe. All, this, all this nonsense runs together. Did they say why? Because, like, the self-help aspect of it, like, that they just draw these people into white supremacy on the Internet when they're getting in shape. And, like, it was, like, some kind of correlation because, like, Hitler's youth were in shape. It was just, it was, it was really succinct, and it made lots of sense. It was, I mean, it's pretty much a direct connection. They hooked it up real good and succinct. I, yeah. No, none of that's true. They 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 did say that, but it was just, of course, the same outlandish, weird, not even close to reality nonsense. So, but yeah, are you? Do you work out at home? Well, you don't work out at all. Reverse. So, do you work out at home? Uh, I'm getting back into it. Yeah. Did you just go through puberty again? Maybe. Okay. So has anybody <laughs> informed Billy Blanks that working out at home is uh <laughs> <laughs> Sean T, the gay black guy from Insanity, who's married to a white guy. Well listen, let me this is how you know that Twitter is evil. We're just gonna play a, a few clips here and uh they'll tell you for themselves. Here's MSNBC. There's studies that have been shown that this power can be used to tilt elections if someone mm -hmm. were to want to use it that way. It's not enough to just rig law and policy. You want to rig the discourse. You want to make sure you control the terms. If you own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates 
all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else, and the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Oh, see. <laughs> so basically, just a playbook of everything that happened to rig the 2020 right. election. Which I like the emphasis the last guy put on it, you know, just just now. And you wouldn't know about it until after the election. No, you don't say. So, yeah, that's exactly what they did with the Hunter Biden laptop story. That I mean, that's what they did with everything. And so when you talk about election fraud and election rigging, and we'll get into plenty, the as far as rigging, stacking the deck by suppressing a, a story that would be supremely damaging to one candidate is rigging. Like, that's there's no objectivity. And, like, so you can try to obfuscate it by saying, you know, like the left would say, well, it's a private-owned company. They can do what they want. It's it's still stacking the, de the deck in favor because not only were you suppressing stories like that, you were running with actual, true misinformation about the other candidate, the opposition, the one you wanted to lose. Like, you would, you would let stuff freely flow that has long since been proven false and then suppress the stuff that was accurate that was so massively damaging to Joe Biden. I mean, dude, the Hunter laptop story alone. So now they're talking about uh, Hunter's uh, closest business partner. I think it was 17, between 17 and 19 times at the White House while Joe Biden was the president. Yet, oh, he knows nothing of the deals. Of course, the press secretary doesn't want to talk about it. And these are just the things that go on. And again, they suppressed, they suppressed all that. I don't. I mean, I don't know about how all that stuff works, but I'm. I am a little bit skeptical, given this. You know, the people that work in that industry, the people that work at Twitter specifically, because there was a lot of chatter. I, I think we've got some of that up, but as far as their take on Elon Musk buying out, these people don't even know. They they didn't really have a. a they don't have a concept of free speech constitutionally or otherwise they don't understand number one exactly what it is the significance significance of it and it's uh what it means as an american from the cultural aspect everything that's lost on them but they're raised in the idea of safe spaces and all that it's uh it's we'll get we'll get into some yeah, of it, but that was their you know it's a private company they they can do what they want like that was a that was a phrase that they loved throwing out there you know during like say for instance when they were taking trump off the platform duly elected sitting president well it's a private company they can do what they want mm -hmm. and now that it's been bought out by somebody that that seems to be an advocate for free speech that's well, i mean they're completely Completely doing an about face on that. Well, you're going to find out right now. Question. On Twitter, it is predominantly straight white men. So when Elon Musk says, wow, this is about free speech, it seems to me that it's about free speech of straight white men. Elon Musk lives in a world in which the only kind of free speech is white men feeling mm -hmm. free mm -hmm. to say whatever the hell they want. Oh. Even even if that was true, which it's obviously not, what what's the like white men think straight straight white men thinking they can say what what does the the sexual aspect have to do with it is one thing that I find curious because there's plenty of homosexuals that 
are active across the entire spectrum of social media. But this also ties in with a few weeks ago when I were, were looking for this racism. Where is it, you know? And where does it manifest itself? So because there's always, the, oh, the free speech can equate to violence in real life. Okay, well, what have we saw with, with all the black supremacies as of late where they, they talk this stuff online and then they saw it to fruition in real life, but this isn't an issue because I'm still searching high and low, literally, where, where is the white supremacy? Because to find it, you're probably going to have to get on the dark web somewhere and you'll be talking to a dude in a trailer in Hicktown somewhere. Where, where are these people and what significance do they have in, in our society? Where, where are they at? They're, they're not on Twitter. I haven't seen them. Like, but the thing is, you've set the, the... And it's not enough to say that it's racist anymore. It's, it's past just the idea of racism to white supremacy. So the thing that's so funny to me is that these people are so just absolutely tone deaf because Elon Musk is from Africa. Yes. This guy's actual true African American. But that but they <laughs> like, but they're saying straight so, white men. Oh yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This guy's probably spent more time in Africa oh, for sure. than most of the quote unquote African Americans that live here in America. Yeah. So which I'm just wondering, like, because uh, one, one of those the guys was uh, speaking to Joy Reid, but all of them operate with zero inhibition all over social media, Twitter included. So Jimmy Lee Hill, the ESPN chick we talked about last week, uh, Colin Kaepernick, he was all over, you know what I mean? Like nobody suppressed his speech. Uh, that So you straight white men, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, Dude, the, the list goes on and on and on. What what are you talking about? Uh, which really, it take uh, Bruce Jenner for an example. I think that some of his some of his stuff has been removed in the past, and I know they've came out against him. The you know the crossdresser, and because it's the political affiliation that's the only thing that matters. That's it. Like straight white men doesn't have anything to do with it. That's just the demographic that that leans conservative the most. So therefore, that's the one they disparage. But yes, tone deaf doesn't even begin to, to scratch the surface of what these wackos are, dude. But to but that being said, having the ability to sway elections, God help us all. As always, you can reach us at info at bcblpodcast.com. We are on Instagram under Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. And Truth Social, we got one of those this week. It's pretty sweet. I don't know who runs it. Who has a, who's who's the loser? It's got an iPhone. I don't know about that. Okay. Another thing too, uh, if because we we get emails all the time, but if if somebody doesn't want to call in or be on the air or whatever, send us an email. We'll cover a topic. Got a question? Got something to say? Or if you're an Amazon buyer and you have something to say, you can still email us, dude. You don't have to call and get embarrassed. You can just email and get embarrassed. Yes. And you can you can use a fake email. Yeah. Say we do get emails from Proton Mail. Yeah. Just say you're Amazon Plus buyer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would probably be like Amazon I, I, minus buyer. Yeah, that'd be fine too. Uh, there was something else. All, oh, all emails are read and responded to. That's true. The other thing is our uh, our Apple reviews are good, but when we changed our name, and I think I said this before, on Spotify, which is the the thing I listen used to listen to the app that I use, uh-huh. we lost all our reviews. Oh, uh, there's like 15 of them. Yeah. We need those back. We do. So 
get yeah. on that. Yeah. Then, I mean, what if they don't like it? If you don't like it, dude, go ahead and leave a, gr- a good review. <laughs> a great review. An amazing five-star review. Glowing. Six stars. Glowing like a pregnant woman review. Or like a pregnant Bill Gates emoji. Like what uh, yes. Elon Musk was giving him grief about. He's a sex symbol. Yeah. But look, if Fauci's sexy, he's sexy. Everybody saw that troll, like the little short troll picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we might have him up today. We will. We will. We will have him up. You're listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted. Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Yeah, Project Veritas released a uh, some audio from the all hands call Twitter from the twenty fifth. That was three days ago. It said that there's a lot, there's a bigger clip, but this is some of the better excerpts. And it says a description of who these different people what are. What is the all hands call? That's, I guess, all the uh, higher ups. So this is like uh, one of the ones that will say that some of the most egregious things or alarming things, rather. Leslie Berlin, Twitter CMO moderator. So one of the ones that loves to, that has a, a hard on for quelling free speech because they don't know what it, like, it doesn't matter. Let's listen. How do the board and Mr. Musk plan on dealing with a mass exodus, considering the acquisition is by a person with questionable Can you ethics? pause that? The question of attrition, um, you know, as question. Questionable ethics. Dude, nobody was questioning. You know, uh, one of what the hell is happening? Nobody was questioning Elon Musk's ethics three weeks ago, two weeks ago. No. Nobody had any problems with his ethics. They loved his cars. He was saving the planet. What What changed? <laughs> because the dude wanted that believes in and at least seems to believe in the idea of constitu- constitutionally protected free speech, which is a p- very basic things. Nobody should ever have a problem with free speech. If you have a problem with th- free speech, you're a shag. Don't don't be a dirtbag. Free speech, good. Anything else, go to hell. So, I mean, questionable ethics. What is what's questionable about uh, uh, about free speech? No, because they've launched some kind of. Um investigation or something into tesla it yeah. and it may yeah. have been like the irs or something yeah, like SEC that investigation yeah, yeah. reverso was I talking guess, about that the other day yeah so as soon as he started talking about buying twitter oh, seems like coming after him but didn't what could the uh which i mean po- that's that's par for the course i mean the democrats have done that for years we've known that oh they weaponize um, everything yeah and they they have like they weaponized the irs during the obama administration that's i mean that's a fact. Yeah, nothing was ever done about that. No. Let's, let's listen to the rest of that. One of the themes of today is continuity um, and ensuring that Prague and this leadership team continues to operate the business successfully on behalf of our users, on behalf of our customers. Um, and that has obviously been a big topic of discussion at the board. And as I mentioned, an area that uh, is important to Elon Musk as well because of the importance of Twitter as a service. With no board in place, who will keep Elon accountable and how? 
Elon made it clear in public that a large part of the reason he bought the platform was because of our moderation policies and disagreements in how we deal with health. This puts Twitter service and trust and safety, as well as anybody who cares about health on the platform, in a very difficult... You don't do anything that pertains to health. That's a little bit where I'm confused, and I I, I imagine... So either she's either talking about, like, mental, like maybe like bullying or COVID. Yeah. That's the only thing I could come up with is she's talking about COVID quote unquote disinformation. But the thing is like, you don't need to worry about health. You need to worry about free speech and the facts will come out in the wash. Yeah. You don't have to tell people what the facts are. People will figure out what the facts are. Just let people speak freely on your platform. And no matter, I mean, no matter what, whether they agree with the vaccine, they don't agree with the vaccine one way or another, whether, I mean, no matter what their opinion is, the truth will come out eventually. And I, I feel like it has. And I feel like this moderator right here is on the wrong side of it. Well, the thing is, though, the longer they can suppress it, I mean, if, the, if, if every avenue, think about this, if every avenue was cut off to the extent that this is, which is what the government would want, then what information would be out there? You know, and, and yes, you would still know. You would still probably know through a localized level, but there would be no continuity and inter, interconnectivity nationally. At least, not, I mean, if if they saw the fulfillment of basically what the control apparatus is in China over over speech and online activities and a social credit score, which make no mistake, dude, they would love to have here. Then yeah, we. That's what they want, and if 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 basically what I'm trying to say, I sound like Joe Biden is what I'm trying to say. If they saw that to fruition, that's that's what they're shooting for. So, a better way of saying this: if they saw their their whole idea in totality, if they saw it through and had it the way they want it, they would do this to everything. And that's what she's saying. She wants to suppress that as long as possible, and even still. Because they're liberals, if it's not on their platform, they can stick their freaking fingers in there and string nanny nanny boo boo. Like that's what they do. Like nah 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 nah, I can't hear you. That's that's how they like. That's kind of part and parcel to to the mentality of a leftist. They you don't accept reality. Obviously, look at the gender nonsense. It's a complete and total rejection of reality, and that's that's where they live. So even even if it's it's been proven now that ivermectin works, and now there's reports of over a hundred members of Congress being treated with ivermectin. Now we're not going to talk about that. So we don't talk about it. It's not real because perception is reality, and this is what I perceive, and this is what we're going to try to force you to perceive. That's all it is. But yeah, she's a she's a little turd. Position. Twitter service, the role of our policies, and the capabilities we've built around content moderation are fundamental to keeping Twitter safe and growing. All right, stop right there. I- Back that up so I can just read the text at least anyways. So, well, you don't have to. He's saying the moderation policies that they've, they've had up to here are essential for, for safety. Okay. For a safe environment. So that, that indicates to me that this isn't going to be a one-shot, one one-kill, it's-already-done thing. It, it seems like there's going to be internal conflict that these people aren't going to go as, as easily as, as you would expect. Like, there's going to be mutiny here, Right. Probably so. Which I know some of the the bigger names like Alex Jones and 
a few others were trying to get back on, they were immediately kicked back off when they tried to get back on. But, I mean, that was within, like, you know, 12 or so hours that Which announcement. Which he hasn't officially, like, he hasn't officially taken taken over Twitter yet, has he? I thought that was going to take about a month or so. I have no idea. Before but I know people are already trying to jump back on. Like, yeah. So, uh, there's a mutual acquaintance of uh, Reverso and I that uh, that was on there saying all kinds of wackadoodle stuff and getting away with it. So. Hey, Reverso, you'll be able to get back on. Do what? Yeah, I should be able to get back on Twitter. Who's the, who's going to be your first victim, Pet Midler? No, that's how <laughs> that's how I got banned. Yeah, but have you tried to get back on? No, I haven't. Huh? Maybe it was just a temporary thing. It was permanent. Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was under the old owners, dude. It was yeah. that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> huh. Did you see where Trump Jr. was talking about being shadow banned on there? He said he got 87,000 new followers in one day. Yeah, and so yeah. The, here's one of the things that's happening. That we, So, yeah, if the ownership is taken over maybe a month from now, uh, officially, but what it seems to be is they're starting to – they're in a panic. And I guarantee you, dude, they're shredding stuff left oh, and right yeah. inside that building. But they're trying to undo the traditional apparatus that they've used to, to do this so that it looks like it doesn't exist. But, like, yeah – so he's like, man, I know I'm great and all, but I, I didn't like 87,000 new followers. So, and again, I'm not savvy with social media at all. So what it looks like was happening, they were deflating his numbers on purpose. And then now there's a more accurate representation of the people who are following him or what, what does it mean? That's what it sounds like. In the, so yeah, I don't 121,000 the day after that. Yeah. So, so it sounds like. Just exactly what that idiot on MSNBC was just talking about. You could turn down the reach of some people yes. yeah. and turn up the reach of others. Oh, absolutely. And, dude, I, I uh, Buford says it doesn't work this way, and maybe it doesn't, dude. But at, at times I've thought that because of, like, all the things that show up on our menu for, like, misinformation, because <laughs> we are uh, arbiters of misinformation. It's what we do. Yeah. That's what we strive for. I wear that as a badge of honor, by the way. Um if they were doing something, because I mean, we we've had problems with Google. We've had so many problems. Like, I wonder if they were doing that on on some of these podcast platforms. Because we went from like a million to like you know eight hundred fifty thousand, and then back up to one point two. So whatever. Over the course of just a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like a like a roller coaster. Yes. Like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of that one? No, we got more. I believe that there is a lot of work we have to do to continue making that better. Sometimes that means more thoughtful moderation. Sometimes that means making things simpler. Sometimes that means changing product incentives to be able to solve problems through products sometimes instead of policies. During the last all hands, you said that you trust Elon Musk. The correct quote was, we trust him. So who is we, and talking to Elon, what made you trust him? And based on the conversation I had with him uh, when we were excited to have him join our board, that was because as a major shareholder and an opinionated user, we wanted that voice in our boardroom so that we could learn. Is there an updated understanding on what free speech what means? That? The question be Is there an updated understanding, this is the same bimbo, on what free speech means? I, I need 
to help understand that. What are you talking about? Like, what is this? You, you sure, certainly you have a degree from somewhere for something to hold this position anyway. Yeah. And you are, you are a content, you're over content moderation. Do we have an updated definition of what free speech means? And it, it really makes me sad, but especially to look at, at her and this guy right here, because I, I will guarantee you, neither one of those people were alive uh, on 9-11. Like, you people are, like, you are young. You don't really understand what, to me, pre-9-11, um, to me, the, the, the world was a little bit different then. Um, and especially in a sense, watching the, the unification of America and American flags flying and, like, people are singing patriotic songs and everybody, I mean, you're flying the flag everywhere, things like that. And it really just makes me, like, because I'm, I'm getting older and, like, I'm not as tech savvy as, as these people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And this, and but these are young people. Like you don't you, you're so basic. You don't understand what free speech means, and because you are young, you are more tech savvy. Like you were born with this. We didn't we didn't have iPhones when we were growing up. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't at have all. any cell phones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't have any phones. You you people have grown up in front of an iPad. Yeah. So. Obviously, you're you're a little bit more savvy with it or whatever, and that's the path, the career that you've taken, and you're such like you have you're in a position of such power, and you're such a buffoon, you're such an idiot. Mm-hmm. Which and, they also went through the the system that we've constantly talked about on here of indoctrination, so they were saturated in that ideology. There, I mean, so there was really no alternative for them, given their upbringing, I would assume, to to, to be like this. So they weren't taught constitutional principle at all no so but it but speaking about 9-11 specifically people like this probably view that patriotism as uh, a blatant display of white supremacy there's a bumper sticker i see sometimes on the way into work and uh miraculously because conservatives aren't eds there's no key marks on our car but it says don't pretend that your racism is patriotism i guess somebody ought to freaking toss some hot coffee in your face <laughs> <laughs> i would never do that i said somebody ought to because that's what well Anyway, but continuing. Behind the question here, which is where might Twitter's product go as a private company in the future once this deal closes? To best gain perspective on this, as I said earlier, we'll find ways to bring Elon for a Q&A with all of you to understand better what his vision for the future of Twitter might look like. And to understand better what the windfall that he received looked like. I can tell you what, they're not going to like that meeting. Because he's already said he don't care what the economics of the deal looks like. He didn't yeah. do it for that. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about him. I've not like a huge... I, I know the dude wants to put chips in people's brains. Not a fan of that. I like this one particular instance, but I'm not like on the Elon Musk bandwagon by no means. Yeah, I'm not either. But I. But I, that is, I do like that. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's it's fascinating that somebody of, of at that level with that type of money would would do this. Like that's, I mean, I can't complain about that. I love it. I think it's hilarious because I was actually watching a uh, a clip of that Mark Dice uh, mm-hmm. that you introduced me to, um, and he was talking about Elon Musk and that he had criticized him in the past 
on, I believe, Twitter, mm-hmm. and Elon Musk blocked him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't think he's completely sold on the Elon Musk thing uh, either. So yeah, I haven't but, watched. But that I thought one. that I was pretty that funny. Yeah, and he was like, "Man, I wasn't like." He said, I wasn't trolling him. I didn't send him, you know, I wasn't blowing his Twitter feed up or whatever. He said, I just sent him something. And and I don't know that he ever said what it was, but it was something, obviously, that Elon Musk didn't like. Yeah. And he said, and now I'm blocked. Dude, so. uh, Mark Dice basically was uh, swinging a freaking, what do you call that, a mace? The, the, the Like yeah. the medieval... Yeah. <laughs> So he crashed that. What what was the, the the Ruben guy that we were talking about? The, the Dave Ruben. Yeah, like dude, he went he went smashing skulls like on that, like pissing people off, like like you know, quote unquote conservative personalities, because so many people were like congratulating that guy for what he was doing with like trying to to have kids with another dude and all this the weird sick stuff they were doing and that like I've all, I've liked Mark Dice for a long time, uh, which he'll do a lot of the stuff where he's going out like with these fake petitions with this idiotic stuff and like uh and i i'm pretty sure he's in california so like all these idiots will sign this petition man it's beautiful well it it, it, it's from a comedic aspect because they're so stupid but then again it's frightening because you're walking around like but he also puts himself out there a lot i noticed in like these town hall meetings and things uh, like that which what the the one guy in texas Yes, he, I think he was more so inspired by that guy because, like, Mark Dice seems to be a fan of that dude. That that dude's a, that guy doesn't give a crap. I, I wish I knew his name. Uh, he's he's like getting super popular all of a sudden, but that guy doesn't give a crap, dude. Like you, like, I hey, he's do the that. one that got up and rapped in front yes. of the school board yeah, or something he, like that, yeah. wasn't it? He's done all sorts of stuff, dude. It's just <laughs> cringy, dude. It's yeah, hilarious. Was, he did a rap about Fauci. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he, yeah, he was dressed up. That that was pretty. Are you looking him up, Reverso? I'm trying to. I think uh, it's Andrew something, maybe. And my Twitter account is still suspended. Oh, you're done. Well, that's racist. You're Jewish. It is. You should appeal the. You should pull the race card. <laughs> can is that a race card thing? Can you do that? Yes. I, yeah, I can. We need to exploit that more often. If you don't, well, I can't do it. You have yeah. to ask them to leave us a good review. The guy <laughs> or they're anti-Semitic. <laughs> His name's Cassidy Campbell. His uh, newest one was a he was a Black Lives Matter activist. Demands reparations and George Floor, George Floyd bill for schools at Frisco, Texas. It's hilarious, man. Oh yeah, that guy, dude. He's he's out of control. Um, but he did one on Ukraine that was really good too. I think he was in Richardson, Texas. In fact, uh, trying to uh, get them to sign up to go to Ukraine. Yes, right. That one was that was pure brilliance, dude. Nobody cared for that. Yeah. So uh, before we get into this next thing, because I've been trying to tell everybody in my day to day activities, we've talked about it and uh, the uh, here locally, and I think it's going to be the same. That film, Two Thousand Mules, Two Thousand Mules dot com. We're getting paid zero dollars to say this. Uh, I just think it's that important. <clears throat> so here, and I think it's everywhere. It's in theaters Monday, May second, Wednesday, May fourth. And then it goes digital May seventh, and I think the tickets for the movie theater are like twenty bucks. Digital is twenty dollars, and then like Reverso, you can get a DVD for like twenty five bucks. And so, I, and it's crazy because on Truth Social, by the way, on uh, I'm gonna say Common Man's Common Sense on Truth Social on Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast, I don't know what they call that, your channel, page, whatever. Yeah, there was a little. Some people were just talking about, oh, we've it should be free. 
dude, they like Gateway Pundit alone spent tens of thousands of dollars for the footage from the TCF Center that uh, Rex saw for the first time last week, which has been around for a while, that footage, but true the vote all these people have been working extremely hard that cell phone pinged out and none of this was free these people have been busting their butt dude they deserve to have a rate of return and not to mention how they're putting themselves out there absolutely dude so um which i'm gonna get a couple dvds to kind of you know share around or whatever pass around but um i would implore everybody if you can't make it to a theater to watch it uh Saturday, uh, May 7th. I don't know what time, but it'll be digital. You'll, you'll be able to watch it digitally, and everybody needs to see this. And so one of the things, and you can hear the tone in my voice. Like, I start rolling better on this because <laughs> I'm passionate about this stuff. Uh, and I've heard that the credits of the movie is actually going to list all of the people that they caught. In... Seriously? No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? I got punked. The name and their address and contact yeah. information. Well, they, they, they do know who so many of these people are. I know. Like they know I, exactly I, yeah. who they are. And so to, to kind of put it in perspective, the way I would explain it is if uh, Rex, if if your house is a ballot box and I'm watching your house with a cell phone ping data, I'm going to notice that Rex's cell phone, it goes probably to the gay bar, <laughs> then, to, <laughs> then to work, and then back home every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Without fail. Yeah. yeah. And so, but you're going to see that circuit being ran. So, okay. Shaking it for dollar bills, yo. Yeah. Like, so, um, this cell phone and this cell phone number, 712-655-5922, your phone number, is going, <laughs> is going to, you know, making this circuit every single day. So, but with that ballot box, dude, they've got millions of all, all this compiled data, why do these keep running the same circuit? And that's how they find these people. They correlate those those times with the closed-circuit television camera footage, It's which is not super complex outside of, like, obtaining the cell phone data, but just basically geo-tracking is all it is. And so, dude, it, it's a it's dead to rights. You're caught. like, And you're going to see a lot, which it's going to consist, I'm assuming, of a lot more than that. But from what I've th- seen thus far, you're looking... At, at these individual instances where these people wearing gloves, taking pictures of the ballots, like fanned out like cash, put them in, take the gloves off, throw them in the trash, depart, and then they'll come back later. So with more, either in the same night or next night, however it is, but the, these people and the, the numbers are staggering. All that to say, I was having a, a conversation with uh, Devil's Advocate today, in fact, um, and we were talking about a mutual acquaintance saying, uh, you know, nobody's going to do anything. The bread fairy? Not the bread fairy. But, you know, nobody's going to do anything. And this is on Gateway Pundit. Georgia State Elections Board finally issues first subpoenas to true the vote on ballot traffic in- trafficking investigation, including information on alleged whistleblower. Georgia officials finally issued the first subpoenas to True the Vote Election Integrity Organization on their ballot trafficking investigation into the 2020 presidential election. And it goes on to talk about the film. Mainstream media and Georgia officials have mostly ignored the findings by True the Vote until now. Governor Brian Kemp refused to investigate the 2020 election steal in his state and instead leaked confidential information to the media on the investigators. The State Board of Elections, who issued the subpoenas to True the Vote, want information from the group, including participants in the criminal trafficking and the identity of the alleged whistleblower. They got the documents. It goes on to speak about it. Again, there will be a link. It's on Gateway Pundit. 
Georgia investigators have signaled their focus on a wide-ranging investigation into alleged illegal ballot trafficking during the 2020 election with subpoenas that target the possible source of funding for such an operation and any eyewitness participants. The four subpoenas obtained Monday by Just the News through an open records request show State Elections Board and the Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a scumbag, want the identity of any suspected participants in ballot harvesting, including a whistleblower identified only as John Doe, who an election watchdog claims admitted to gathering ballots for cash. The document demands were delivered late last night to the election integrity watchdog true the vote its founder Catherine engelbrecht and its researchers from a company called Opset group llc they sought evidence that backs up the group's complaint last november alleging that as many as 242 people illegally gathered third-party ballots during the battleground states november 2020 election and subsequent u.s senate races the subpoenas asked for quote the identity and contact information of several individuals regarding personal knowledge methods and organizations involved in ballot trafficking in georgia referenced in the complaint and any recordings transcripts summaries testimony statements witness interviews notes and other documents describing what those individuals said and that being said true the vote has the identity of those people so now they're forced in the hand of georgia to get involved and so so many people have an idea of what you know doing something looks like doing something looks like getting involved in the election process like we've talked about so many times this is somebody doing something so it's a it's a very uh paltry price price to pay twenty dollars to put money back in their pockets for doing this dude like these guys are holding the line this is what doing something looks like and so but to reiterate when I'm telling people about this film, oh, we're well, going to do anything about it. That's not for you to be concerned with at this at this current time. What you need to be concerned with, in my opinion, humbly, is disseminating it as far as and as far and wide as possible, and letting people see it. The information has people can't do anything about it if they don't see hard evidence. There's a very big difference in people's motivation factors between knowing something happened, somewhat, you know, abstract and arbitrary, versus seeing. This. The things that, dude, what did you think when you first saw that van backing in there unloading stacks and stacks and stacks of ballots? Well, that's the thing, too. It's the difference between speculation and proof. Yes. Like, you can speculate till the cows come home about what you think may have happened, but these people are actually putting boots on the ground and put their nose to the grindstone and actually have real hard evidence, video, high-quality video footage yes of these things actually taking uh, place. Yeah, the, the, these it's beautiful in the sense that they're able to identify in, in the, the way that they are. But yes, couldn't agree more. So check it out. And again, that's uh, 2000mules.com. Everybody that's listening to this, please check it out. You're not doing anything else right now except listening to this, which is probably more important. No, it's not. Check it out, 2000mules.com. All righty, Rex, has, have you seen this? No, I don't believe I have. Yeah, because I, I think they started talking about this yesterday, so this is really applicable to us. It's been nice knowing you guys. We've had a lot of fun. This explains the helicopters. Yes. <clears throat> Biden regime announces creation of, quote, disinformation governance board. This is Gateway Pundit again. Under the, the authority of Homeland Security with a lunatic in charge. Following Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter last week, which was a triumphant, triumphant victory. Dude, I'm having... Uh, Stroke again. My reading is off. <laughs> Getting tongue-tied. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, triumphant victory. I guess that's not that well, One side of your face looks a little lax. <laughs> <laughs> In the ongoing war over free speech, the Biden regime announced the creation of a disinformation governance board that will be tasked with silencing anything deemed to be misinformation that's related to 
Homeland Security, and yes, it's just as dystopian. Read this fast. It's just as dystopian and creepy as it sounds. It's just as dystopian. Do that. Go ahead. And yes, it's just as dystopian and creepy as it sounds. Your turn. And yes, it's just as dystopian and creepy as it sounds. That was creepy. Is that hair on the back of my neck standing up? (laughs) And yes, it's just as dystopian as it sounds. (laughs) Anyway, the new board will operate under the authority of the Department of Homeland Security with a special focus on Russia and, quote, irregular migration, according to the post-millennial. And uh, Jack Posobiec on Twitter. So hold on. Uh, he's got some good stuff from this uh, whack job that's running, and I think it's in here, so scroll down, Reverso. As we have seen over the past six-plus years now, the term Russian disinformation, I'm sorry, Rus- Russian misinformation, is frequently used as a wide catch-all that includes most of what goes against the liberal establishment. So the fact that they are specifically targeting this kind of, quote, misinformation is what is much more concerning. News of the board was first announced by DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who's also a little troll, weevil wobble, Dr. Seuss character, while speaking at a House Appropriations DHS subcommittee hearing on Wednesday. This is our undersecretary for policy. Rob Silvers is co-chair with our principal deputy general counsel, Jennifer Gaskell, in leading a just recently constituted misinformation, disinformation governance board. So we're bringing, the goal is to bring the resources of the department together to address this threat. The disinformation board will be led by executive director Nina Jankowitz, who, as Posobiec reveals in a series of tweets, here we go, is an anti-free speech crusader and a committed member of the radical left. She has even made her stance clear about crucial issues like censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop, the stolen rig 2020 election. Unsurprisingly, Jankowitz has publicly slandered 2020 election concerns as damaging lies back the proven false claim that the laptop laptop from hell was Russian misinformation and openly admitted to being just as concerned about domestic misinformation as she is about foreign misinformation. In other words, the worst person for the job. And here is uh, Jack Bosibiak. And he's just quoting her, one of her previous, this is a tweet, right? This is Twitter, yeah. Considering, this is her, Nina Jankowitz. Jankowitz. Is that how you would say that? Yeah, I think it's... I'm going to Jank- change the A to a U. Jankowicz. I'm going to change it to a U. It's Jankowicz. <laughs> Considering the long-term damage, these li- and she's got the Ukrainian flag, by the way, yes, and she, which that. that's going to come into play in just a and second. And the blue check mark. Yes. Whatever that means. What does that mean? I think the the blue check mark means they're... Very, they're official. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's um, the, the official Nina Jankowicz. The only yeah. Twitter I ever cared about in the past was Rampage for Real, Rampage Jackson. That's stupid. Considering the long-term damage these lies do to our democracy, I'm dismayed about this decision. I say this about foreign disinformation, and it applies to domestic disinfo, too. Elections aren't an endpoint; They're an inflection point. Policies need to reflect that. <clears throat> Here's Nina in 2020. Oh, Junkowicz is also, <laughs> is also known... For forming a Harry Potty, <laughs> that a Harry Potty, yes. Are you still thinking about the bread fairy? Yeah. Junkowitz is also known for forming a Harry Potter wizard rock band known as the Moaning Myrtles. Nice. Here is Nina in 2020. Back on the quote laptop from hell. Apparently, Biden notes 50 former nat- national secretary security officials, and five former CIA heads that believe the laptop is a Russian influence op. 
Trump says, quote, Russia, Russia, Russia. Another massive red flag uncovered. Junkowitz, while working as a member of the Fulbright-Clinton Fellowship, was an advisor to the Ukraine government on strategic communications, which is propaganda. <clears throat> Meet your new head of the Homeland Security Discrimination Government Board of America. Scroll down just a little bit. Does she, does that woman look like a freaking nut bar or not? Golly, Bill. Yeah, she does. She looks like a psycho hose beast. Yeah, she's got a little bit of that. Uh, what's the governor from Michigan? Whitmer. Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's got a little bit of her. She's a little Whitmer-esque. Dude, they're, they, the, the, uh, it's the secretary, I think it's the secretary of state from Arizona. Or is it, man, I can't remember her name, but they, they all have that same look, dude. That, and you know their husbands are just, and look. They're under the bed. Like they get beat with a phone charger. Oh, dude. Like the cord, just the cord. Yeah. And they get home and get whipped with the cord from a phone charger. Oh, and, I imagine it's like bondage and a God, bad boy. It's stilettos on the neck, like is what I would think. And that's okay. We can air that because it's true. That's what I really think. Like, look, if I was trying to make a joke, it'd be one thing to edit that out, but I think that's what they really do. Like You think so? Yeah, and they grind it back and forth. Like they're psycho. Look at them, dude. Their husbands have to be emasculated eggs, right? Is that I, bad? No, I mean I, I, I completely I, agree. Buford doesn't seem to like that dialect. Is that not good? Speaking of which, I just need to say this again. It's like a public service announcement. If you're listening to this and you are a registered Democrat, run on down to wherever the hell you registered to be a sex offender because you need to do you need to you, listen, Go ahead and get ahead of the curve. Yes, you need to get that squared away too. It's just like anything. It's like getting an annual checkup, whatever. Like at, at this day, and this is fair to say, this is not funny. Like it's true. Like this is a public service announcement. If you are a registered Democrat, it's just something that's got to be done. Like, just go do it. Register you can do it now. Finger. You can do it later. It's up to you. You can do it now, willingly, or you can do it behind bars <laughs> and cuffs. So like, however you want to do it in court, whatever the process is. I'm not a Democrat, so I wouldn't know. So you think you think that uh, Junkowitz's husband? You think he's like he's probably a vegan? Wouldn't you? That's think? a very safe bet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's with probably that. small. Yes. Well, like, no, like it, frail. Yeah, he, maybe. Or he might be large, a large, a large coward. You, you never know. You no, never know he's it. small. Google it. Yeah, Reverso, hit it. I'm on it. This Sweet. guy's yeah, he's ninety pounds soaking wet. So he definitely eats plant based things. But hold up, full stop. I'm looking at this person's face. I'm, I know not, it's scary. That's man. not a biological woman. No, that, there's a very good possibility yeah. that's a man. Uh huh. I know. I see it all day long. Junkowitz. Yeah, that's probably why his name is Junkowitz. <laughs> well, I, I, I changed it to that. I'm, on a, I'm well, just rolling with it, man. Well, it really, it's just yeah. one letter change. How do I know they didn't make a typo when when they gave her that name <laughs> or him, whatever it is? Yeah. What's this, what's, what's what's his husband look like? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a vegan. Yep. Oh, I will put gosh. I will put everything that this show has made. That's really her husband. No, oh, that no, guy being a vegan. That, that I think that's the female of the yeah, marriage. It's possible. Yeah, look at that. I guarantee you the person in the blue has more testosterone than the person with the glasses. Oh, look at the chin, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's like the bow Look of at the a Adam's ship. apple. Yes, there is an Adam's apple. Yeah, wow. Nina looks like he ought to be swimming in, in the in the NCAA. Yeah, this may be too far, but it's true. The breasts don't look to be at the appropriate level for her age. 
There's pectoral, large pectoral muscles under there. <laughs> there is. That's why I'm not sitting right. What do you think he benches? <laughs> like 225? Uh, two, Look at two, that scow. 215. Let me see. Uh, look, she didn't shave her goatee off for that picture. I hit the wrong button. And there's some porn popped up. Here you go. <laughs> that lady's got a 5 o'clock shadow. Dude, I saw a wicked mustache on a quote-unquote lady the other day. It was pretty frightening. Is there any more uh, tweets about this lady? Junkowitz? Junkowicks? Okay, cat's out of the bag. Here's what I've been up to. Oh, this, this is Junkowitz again. Go back up. So, yeah, this was her tweet in, in response to the, uh, to the announcement that she was going to head this up. Cat's out of the bag. Here's what I've been up to the past two months and why I've been a bit quiet on here. Honored to be serving the Biden administration. Because I'm really a man. <laughs> and helping shape our counter disinformation efforts. And so the announcement says DHS is standing up a new disinformation gov? What? Countering misinformation? Oh, it's, it's cut off. It, you can't see the full thing. All right, never mind. Because we're not on the app. And you can't get on to no. see it. Well... Crap. Are you? Are, are, is anybody else here going to get a Twitter? I, I don't really plan on it. I have the Truth Social thing, so that's really as far as I'm willing to go. I don't have time for I will only time. get a Twitter if Trump gets a Twitter. Well, he's he's going to be on Truth Social because that's his. He said he wasn't getting Did you not hear Twitter. just what I just said, Richard? What <laughs> is wrong with you are people? Are you going to get in his kleptocracy? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> those really, those really mean people. <laughs> <laughs> Those people in klepto groups. Hey, listen. Thieveries. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We could do that all evening. Come on, man. So I, I sent this story in yesterday. Things have already changed. The headline is on Gateway Pundit. Saki contradicts Fauci. Fauci says, quote, COVID isn't over and the pandemic isn't over. I should have updated this because Anthony Fauci said that it was over and then she said it wasn't over and now he's saying that it's not over either. He backtracked. He had to circle back himself because that's what they told him to say. Yeah, so you think Biden's rubbing off on him? No, I think that's what truly objective uh, you know, doctors do is they state an opinion that then... Yeah. The, the, and the, then change them when the press the, uh, when the press secretary changes their mind. Yeah, when they, they when order, the government tells them what to do. Exactly, yes. like yeah. you little yeah. troll. Yeah, shield. It's over. No, you don't get it. It's not over. Yeah, You're right. It's not over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, they, they're gonna need they're they're gonna drag this old thing out and try to dust it off for the midterm still. Which now they're saying like, uh, JC was actually uh, sending me some of the stuff today, which I'd seen a little bit. The new bird flu. If you have chickens, don't you have chickens? No. I thought somebody here had chickens. Did you eat, you had chicken for dinner? Yes. Okay, that's what it was. So anyway, that it affects your, if you have over so many chickens, like, oh, you're going to get this and you're going to eat it and die. And then something about the soil for your garden and blah, blah, blah. So basically they don't, and look, this is conspiratorial, but everybody's talking about it. Like these food plants, these production, food production facilities that keep getting planes wrecking into them and cyber attacks and explosions. Kind of coincidental, all of a sudden they're happening, and then like, oh, there's some bird flus for your chicken, like chickens, chicken. Wait, hey, singular. You could have one chicken, and they could get it. You could have multiple chickens, which will be plural. 
<laughs> I swear I'm not. I swear I didn't have a stroke. I don't know what's wrong with me this it's, evening. Re- Reverso, you need to take over tonight. I need it. Apparently, I need some time off here. Anyway, <laughs> I think so. That's plural. It's not like when you say deer. It's like a deer or. <laughs> You yes. don't say deers. Yes, this has really went off the rails yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, it's yeah. your fault, not mine. So what are what are they saying about? I mean, that that there's that this bird flus. This is probably something conjured up, also. Well, it originated. Go, you would never guess where it originated. China. Yes, I was going to try to be facetious and say, those things are happening. These food production <laughs> facilities, and then they're saying these things about like people that that try to harvest their own food. Like, oh, you have to be paranoid. It's, it's, it just seems really, really odd that... Okay, you're patronizing me now. No, I'm not. I'm genuinely interested. Um, but if you're trying to produce your own food, like, they want you dependent on them. That's all it really yeah. equates and to. Yeah, if you're trying of, to be self-sufficient, we want to make it... We want to make you a little bit skeptical about it. Sure, absolutely. Speaking of being self-sufficient, producing your own food, I know we've spoken about Victory Gardens and how people would see Victory Gardens in the future, and I think that's what Mark Goodwin said, too. I don't. What's a victory garden? A victory garden. That's what they did, and and uh, and that's what they had in like World War Two and things. Uh, how you would have like neighborhoods, um, and where you wouldn't expect people to have a garden. They would just have a small garden in the backyard where they can grow their own like vegetables mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, uh, that's what we we're talking about is um, how inflation, everything's so getting out of control and, and it's affecting everybody. So you'll see more victory gardens Yeah. here in the next, you know, 12 months, 18 months, something yeah. like that. So the neighborhood right down the road here, the newest so, one, no victory gardens. I've seen a pop up. Oh, they're in there. There's one right there. You can see it from the road. I'm about to go pillage the village and ransack that dude. Let me get some of them potatoes. Yeah. They just overpaid big time for their house. Now they have a garden in the back of it. Saw it today. It was so funny, Rex. Nothing. Just because of the the, the neighborhood that it's in. Yeah. Like you said, they overpaid for it. And oh, it's they, on a, yeah. They overpaid those lots for it are pretty time. small. Yeah, very small. Yeah. And so their victory garden is the size of their patio. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's always confounded me that people would overpay for an underbuilt, oversized, overpriced house on an undersized lot lot like it that doesn't sound like freedom to me at all it sounds like you just put yourself in a debt prison of doo-doo reverso can we hear chin saki attest to the fact that the pandemic is not over so there's no question that we're in a moment, a different moment in our fight against covid but we also know covid isn't over and the pandemic isn't over keep telling yourself that there you have it. Who Doc, are you, who are you Dr. Saki said yeah. it's not over. And that's, I'm confused because, like, Anthony Fauci is, like, the lead. He's the, doc, the country's doctor. He's America's doctor. He said it was over literally the same day she said this. They, you know, so they have to say something. No, it's not over. Why, I mean, seriously, in, in being as objective as possible, why would, it's obvious to me why, why they would do this. What's your opinion? I, because I, and it, here recently I've heard that they've tried to roll out a fourth shot. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they've got a surplus of those. And it's like, hey, we got to get rid of these because, you know, 
like they're all sitting around and whatnot. And plus, the midterms are coming up, so that's, that's I mean, my we speculation. Gotta, yeah, yeah, we've got to do something. But it's crazy because like a lot of people got the the first boost or the, rather the first shot. Most got the second. A lot would not get the booster. And then the ones that got the booster, I don't know anybody that would take another one. Like, even the coworker that was so happy about getting his uh, first booster, say so he won't get another one. Which my question is, why not? Like, yeah, well, I mean, have you asked him genuinely why not? Yeah, he says he doesn't trust it. He said he got which he didn't tell us to me, and I I never even paid attention. He was out sick somewhere in there, and and I. He said it made him really sick. The booster shot made him very, very sick, and he didn't like it. He said it made him feel really, really weird, and he didn't like it, and he wouldn't do it again. And then, he, which he's a little prideful. Actually, he's a lot prideful. He probably wouldn't admit that he's afraid that it could cause other health comp- health complications is what what I believe. But there's that. Uh-oh, well, Reverso stepping up to the plate. Well, uh, just to, you know, to contradict Jen Saki here, uh, ten hours ago, Denmark becomes the first country to stop its COVID vaccination program as it officially says the virus is under control. So, what's uh, Jin Saki have to say about that? That's miss 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 dis and mal information, and we're gonna get flag. I guarantee you, we're gonna get flagged for this. By the oh, way, yeah, they'll be the, they'll be the COVID misinformation. Yeah, yeah. Denmark will get flagged yeah. for this. <laughs> yes, yeah. Denmark, you're done. No fly list. No, they're gonna get sanctions. <laughs> They're probably begging for the kind of sanctions Russia gets. Cutting off the oil. Yeah. Well, I told you it was going to be a short evening. This is shortage, short-ish, because it's time. No for, way. Yes, it is. It's, it's already time. It's, it's time. It's time. For, time? It is time. Everybody, which I don't have a lot. Somebody's going to have to help me out here. I can't read. I don't have a lot. You're going to have to help me so out. So have we wasted the evening? Do we just need to scrap this episode then? No. Okay. No. What, what are you talking about? I'm just testing your emotions. I told you they're like a roller coaster. A roller coaster. Yeah, you can leave that in there. I like the way you sing, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? He's a fag. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our weekly segment. This week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused, war on pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos. We don't have any TikTok videos. I'm sure there's some out there. Oh, I bet somebody can find one real quick. Here's what we do have. And look, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here, but you're making me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Elite Delaware prep school official charged with dealing child porn. Numer- wait, numerous politicians have attended the school, including Delaware Senator Chris Coons. <clears throat> There's going to be some names that sound familiar as far as the geographical. An administrator at the Tower Hill School, an elite prep school in Delaware, has been charged with dealing child pornography. William R. Ushler, 53, arrested Tuesday, the same day authorities executed search warrants at his Wilmington home. We know somebody from Wilmington. In a Tower Hill school, Usler has been charged with five counts of dealing in child pornography. According to the Delaware Department of Justice, he remains in custody as of this time. 
While bail has been set at $250,000, that's not enough. He's probably already out. In an email to the school community, the, the Delaware Prep School stated that Usler was immediately fired and has been barred from campus. He previously serves as director of upper school admissions at Tower Hill. Quote, we were advised that law enforcement authorities know the source of the images in question, and these images do not depict Tower Hill students or children who are in contact with Mr. Is that Usler or Usler? We'll just say Usher, like the singer. Yeah. With an L, Usler. The email stated, An investigation was opened after De the Delaware Child Predator Task Force received a cyber tip line report from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children on April 14th. The report was initiated by Yahoo Inc., who indicated that one of its email users has transmitted files possibly containing child pornography. They first thought it was Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just added that in. The emails identified in the report included two from March 21st, which showed a nude female who appeared to be 14 or 15 years old. We don't need to get into the details of what he was doing. He was... Wheeler, uh, let's see... Tower Hill's latest child porn scandal is not its first. School officials acknowledge that Usler's arrest may have reverberations and echoes of a similar scandal involving former headmaster Christopher Wheeler. Wheel Remember the term headmaster, by the way. Yeah. Don't we? Okay. Yes. Wheeler was convicted in 2015 on 25 counts of dealing child porn and sentenced to 50 years in prison. Though these convictions were overturned by the Delaware Supreme Court, also stacked with Democrats, I could bet. Check that. <clears throat> The court argued that the search warrants that led to Wheeler's arrest were too broad. So, you're talking about a prominent... Pro so, the, think about this for a second, dude. We had that woman from Undercover Mothers on here, and so I'm talking about the uh, significance of the passage of time. Of the passage of time. <laughs> no, sure it was coming. no the, signi the, the significance of where the, the concentration of the NAIS-accredited schools were at these affluent areas because of, of things like this. But look, this, this is a place that a lot of politicians have, have went to school. And there wasn't one pervert. There was two. And it seems to me that at least the ones that we know about that went to the school are Democrats. And so, like the public service announcement earlier, yes, Ushler should have just went ahead and registered as a sex yeah. offender. Yeah, they would have kicked you out, and then you could have done whatever it would you Well, then you would have been emailing it and still got caught. Or they could have just arrested you then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that part works. I just know it's what you need to do. And seriously, how can you support a political party that is steeped in perverts like this? And go go back up the the, uh, the center for missing and exploited children. We don't have to go back up. I was just trying to remember what that that exact term, missing and exploited children, like, and that's for all types of pornography. Because like I've said before, when I'm railing on internet porn, there's under like Pornhub got in a bunch of trouble because they couldn't quantify the ages of so many females in the content on their website. So missing and exploited children. And we talk about it all the time, like why they're fixated on children. Here is uh, this administrator at this prominent school that has had plenty of Democrats go through it in a Democrat area in Delaware where the president's from in Wilmington, another pervert that sniffs hair. Like, is there something in the water in this area that makes you be a pervert? No, because Democrats are perverts everywhere, so that can't be it. Is there something in Democrats' DNA? Maybe they're born that way. I don't know. That'll probably be the excuse. 
<laughs> next excuse. Well, I mean, it Wait, is. If you watch this guy, Ushler's trial, yeah, he's definitely going to go with the I was born that way defense. No, he's going he's gonna to plead out. Oh, hey, the Delaware Prep School Tower Hill boasts numerous notable alumni, including Senator Chris Coons and Pennsylvania Senate candidate Dr. Oz. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. So I've uh, done some research. Delaware Supreme Court has four justices. How many do you think are Democrat? 100%. Four. Exactly. All of them are 100% Democrat. How did See, people have learned to call me in life one thing, and it's not P-O-P-P-I. It's more of like the like a Puerto Rican would say, P-A-P-I, Poppy. Poppy's always right. Rex, come sit on Poppy's lap. Are you okay? Yeah, I just thought you were going to say it. So these, <laughs> these justice, the <laughs> chief justice makes two hundred fifteen thousand a year. The associates two hundred five. So they should all be able to go. Bill, let's do what are they getting? You, you know what else is too broad? Their paycheck. Off. Yeah. What is it? What do they? What do they get? How do their pockets get padded in kickbacks for letting child predators off the hook? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like two fifteen plus bonuses. Correct. It's five justices counting the chief, so all five of them are Democrat. Oh, we got five for five. It's like that meal at Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, it's dude. five for seven now, inflation. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking oh, of. Oh, here it goes. No, I'm just going to say, listen, because I don't know what day I'm going to put it up there, but if you're not on uh, Truth Social, get it on our Instagram because I'm going to have a sweet uh, piece of art. Look, I, I'm like Hunter Biden. I'm an artist now. Would you agree that this thing that I've created would be con- considered art? It's just as much art. as, And honestly, it probably took more time and effort than anything Hunter Biden's ever produced. Yes. That's way more thought and creativity and yeah. time. Yes. So... We'll, we'll talk about it next week. You'll have to go to our Instagram to check it out this week because it's got a shameless plug for our podcast on it. Somebody's going to ride around with it on their vehicle. And they're going to be for sale on the website. For enough money, we can make them all day long. Yeah. It'll be sweet. What What's the website again? BCBLpodcast.com. It's right here on this thing. That's right. It's right here on this piece of art. Yeah. Anyway. And we're not going to tell them what the art is. they got to go see it. Yeah, for sure. On the website. So we've proven that Delaware is full of pervert Democrats. What do we got next? Oh, this is beautiful. This is the one I said Rex would love. Everybody's going to love this. So, obviously, we've talked so much about private school, public school, homeschool. And, uh, like at the beginning of the show, we are going to let the uh, recipient of 81 million legitimate votes talk to you about what he thinks about school. Public in the world. Have our students... Gain confidence enough to know what they can do, to reach in. We have an obligation. We have an obligation to help them teach and reach their potential. You've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. And the, the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. You represent a profession that helps them gain the confidence. They all think that there are children. They're your children in a classroom. One of the things about his whole demeanor, though, is, and I think it's at least partially reflected in his uh, lack of approval ratings, his disapproval ratings. Uh, this seems, I mean, it, it doesn't seem. 
this is like any old person of this age with this this amount of severe dementia and and uh, I don't know what other the clinical terms for it, how spaced out and not here he is. <clears throat> but if say you're at a family reunion and somebody comes up behaving like this, like you're not. You're just going to be nodding your head. Yeah, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Grandpa. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'm going to pretend I've got a phone call. Yes. <laughs> like, Please, good God, call. Please ring. Yeah, Please. Like, it's just crazy to me how, the like, the people in the press pool, for example, could sit, like, because they're, they're asking him legitimate questions, although they're never getting answered and they're rushing him off. They've actually modified that fake soundstage to where the press pool has even less of a view of him. And then today he made, like, a little uh, offhanded comment on the hot mic how they never ask relevant questions. That's, I mean, that is debatable, but the, except, you know, there's very few that ask relevant questions, yeah. but like, and they, they, they very seldom get to, to ask him anything, but it's, it, it would, I would imagine it would be insulting having to take somebody this senile serious and try to behave in a serious manner with someone that a talks like this and B proclaim, and this is real, my butt's been wiped, you know? What? You took the words right out of my mouth yeah. because honestly, when he was ta- when he was sitting there talking, and he was like, "You hear me say it all the time," and honestly, somebody should make a clip that says, "My butt's been wiped." <laughs> yeah. Like reverse out. That's you, babe. Yeah, because after he, after he says that, you hear me say it all the time. You could just fill in the blank with any yeah. any kind of lunacy that this guy pops off at any given time, including. My butt's been wiped. Oh, yeah. All right, come on, man. You know the thing. Yeah, you hear yeah. me say it all the time. Like, fill in the blank. They used to wipe down the hair. Corn pop was a bad <laughs> dude. That would be good. We got one more that uh, Buford sent. I'm done reading. You can read it. <laughs> Ohio school board president forced to resign over a deeply disturbing video. The school superintendent described the video of Gary as deeply disturbing. Is this the video? Uh, we're going Is to this find Gary? Out. That's probably an ad. Is this Fox News? Foxnews.com. Scroll down. I'll, I'll get this for you. Put everybody to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the president of a local school board in Ohio resigned after he was caught attempting to meet with whom he thought was an 11-year-old girl after allegedly exchanging inappropriate messages with her. Man, John Gray, who is serving his fifth term as president on the Goshen Local School Board in Goshen, Ohio, admitted to traveling about two hours from Cincinnati to Indiana to meet with the girl... I'm just thinking about Andrew Cuomo. It's hard being, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard. According to the video uploaded to YouTube and Facebook on Saturday by the, the group's PCI, Predator Catches Indianapolis and PCM, Predator, Cat, Predator Catchers Muncie, the groups are comprised of volunteers who work to expose sexual predators according to their websites. You mean to tell me, because I just like Peter saw, Griffin. Yeah, I just saw this guy and nobody up until they caught him knew that he was <laughs> <laughs> that he was a sexual predator. What was that uh what was that group that caught him again? Because to me, like what was it called? The Predator Catchers, whatever of, town of that was Indianapolis, in. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The because like the way I like to think of this is like they're actually out fishing. Yeah. And because looking at this fat Fat person. Um, <laughs> it's the way I like to think it is like they're out fishing and they're like, oh God, we caught a big one. And they're reeling this fat dude. <laughs> oh, I got me a big one. And uh, this guy's like hoofing his mouth. <laughs> like, oh, I'll tell you one thing, you're not going to run very far, dude. 
<laughs> You're not going to run back to the car. I can't. I'm real being a big pervert today. And because listeners have contacted me about the dude I talked about on YouTube that I like to watch, the uh, dude Skeeter Gene. He's cut throat, dude. He's hilarious, man. Like, and it's not like humor like you would kind of expect. Like, it's it's hard to explain. Uh, you just have to watch it because, man, he like he slides these jabs in, dude. They're they're vicious, but dude, he never breaks like like stoic, like almost solemn like demeanor. You got to see it. And so, but when these sometimes like you know we got a runner, like he'll tell him like when they're so usually the confrontation will take place inside of like a. a Menards, Walmart, Target, whatever, and so like, if they don't want to talk to him and they're trying to walk out, he's like, if you get if you get past the registers, I'm gonna put you on blast. And so, it, but it, it, it like the break between like the clothes, the aisle, then the registers. When like he'll tell them if you get across that aisle by the registers, I'm I'm gonna do it. And so as soon as like their feet touch it, like, and it's because so, he's a taller guy, like it's so loud. It's, Excuse me, everybody. This man's trying to meet a 13-year-old boy for sex. <laughs> and, dude, the people just look like a dog that crapped on the carpet. Dude, their, their heads go between their shoulders. And it, you just got to check it out. I think a lot of listeners have already checked it out. What's you, his name? Skeeter Gene. And so, or he'll, you could put in Skeeter Hansen, either one. Like, he tries to, to be like Chris. <laughs> Skeeter Hansen. Yeah, like, like Chris Hansen. Yeah, like Chris Lastly, we are on Breitbart.com. The Department of Education training video features biology teachers saying ovaries produce eggs, not women. A viral video from Libs of TikTok on Twitter appears to show a trans-inclusive biology biology teacher in a Department of Education training video saying ovaries make eggs opposed to women. According to Libs of TikTok, the video came from a training session with the Department of Education wherein teachers discuss using more trans-inclusive language for children K through 12. Classroom, we need to be a stickler for inclusive language in any conversation and especially in the content that we teach. I'd like to give some examples from my content, which is science. I've mostly taught biology and we're teaching about Whoa. life and living things. It's like a little kid included in this webinar. need to be clear that webinar. we're including all living things, including all people in that. Um, so I want to offer one resource that I'm going to drop in the chat from my yeah, like uh, website. Or something. So me and uh, three other, me and two other uh, trans identified uh, high school teachers put together a language guide. Our site is called genderinclusivebiology.com. And some things that we come up on a lot are for teaching about um, cell division or reproduction a lot of textbooks, a lot of existing teaching will say, well, women produce eggs. Um, males are more likely to be colorblind. Um, the mother carries the fetus for this many months. And some ways that we can show our support for trans and non-binary students are just to clean up that language, be more precise. We can be more accurate and be more inclusive. So I would say, no, it's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate. That's precise. We're acknowledging that I, I got to back this up. Let me just back that up for just a second. Just to clean up that language. Clean up the language. You can be more accurate and be more You're, you're a biology teacher and you want to clean up the language that women produce eggs. Female women. Yeah. Females produce eggs across the spectrum always. Yes. Females. In every... Yeah. W- like even... Because I'm I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain for a good analogy, which it, I, even a hen, like a female chicken, has an ovary that lays an egg. 
But that, I mean, that's like saying that. Yeah, but that's that's cleaning. You know, uh, let let me because there's something at the end here where the hook to why they're doing this. Hang on. I would say no. It's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. That's accurate. That's precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs, and also not all egg producers are women, for example. And we're teaching students that language matters. We're not just talking about uh, imaginary people and living things that our language impinges on the people in our class. I'm confused. Why would people think that you're talking about imaginary things if you're teaching biology? Who who thought that that who thought that was imaginary? Because you are talking about imaginary things. You're talking about idiocy, dude. And so what you're trying to do is is spin it around and contort it to some... Under the guise of cleaning up the language. Right, to some imaginary level that men can be women and women can be men and and they're identical and they're all the same. And think when you're saying not all women can produce eggs... And look, I don't know if I want to use like the word offensive... But how, I mean, yeah, sure. How offensive is that to a biological woman that something happened medically that she can't produce eggs and have children? You're still a woman. That And see, that's what they're, why they're trying to make this cloudy by, say, by saying that, that not all women produce eggs or not all women can have children. But that means since I, that, you know, I'm a biological man and I want to identify as a woman... I'm just like this woman that that can't produce like that's that's so nefarious and disgusting and sick and and uh, demented, and that's you know when they were asking the Katanji Brown moron to define a woman and she can't define a woman a a, a woman slash female it, it, number one has a vagina. A completely different body structure, and you're gonna you see this so much in nature too, like where the female bird or whatever they're always generally smaller, uh, with certain reproductive organs, and male has, and usually there's a receptacle and an appendage. That's science. It's not imagine what the just happened. <laughs> My chair, but for th- this is which one of the things that so there's four four people in that window and one of them looked like it was a student but i think that's like a 20 21 year old teacher because she's got a uh, inclusivity book behind her and she's nodding and you just i don't know if that's supposed to be another tranny or not but obviously you're not old enough to know anything about anything it's just it's like always man i don't even know what to say to some of the like it's just mind-boggling and, the, and this is the department of education yes so yeah, public school, boom, there you go. Get you a piece of that action. It's it, it just kills me how they're always like I said, they're, they're anything that they're trying to to tell you is look, we're being honest. That's a that's a telltale sign that you know good and well that they're being dishonest. Yeah, that's a precursor and, to a bunch of bull crap. Yes, like absolutely. And when they're trying to say something like we're cleaning up the language, that like <laughs> You know, again, that that's a sign that we're about to muddy the waters on something. Well, I would like to have somebody like that on here to have a, an objective conversation about the scientific aspect of it. Is what what about the language needed clean needed to be cleaned up and why? Because you're saying it's about inclusivity and uh, the way people feel. Emotions don't have any direct correlation to biological science in this in in this particular sense. 
right? I mean, what where does that factor? What, dude, it's just mind blowing to me. Like I'm I'm having a short circuit trying to comprehend. Again, trying to play the devil's advocate and understand where this argument might be coming from. It's like you, it doesn't even compute anymore. I I have no idea what in the flying hell you're talking about. Cleaning up the language because of way way certain somebody feels, and you're and you're going to be graded on these things. How I mean, how because he that that thing said some of the stuff that from his book and his website that he puts in his curriculum, and so that also shows you these people have the freedom, unbeknownst to the parents, a lot of the times to implement this horse crap into the stuff they're indoctrinating their kids with. So when you think your kids learning biology, they're learning this sick pervert. Democrat nut job moron wacko nut job garbage. It's it's sick, dude. Homeschool. I mean, I don't have yeah. a whole lot else to say, dude. No, like we we used to go to school to learn facts, and I, and now we just apparently send children to school to learn ideology. That's absolutely true, and there and that's the thing you're looking at the alteration of said like. They're trying to turn horse crap in, into facts, and that's pretty much it. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real. And put on a fake show, but that's too true for radio.